The Homance Chronicles. The female equivalent of a bromance. So many poor choices. But so many good takes. But so many poor choices. <laughs> <laughs> We're on. We're doing it. We're live? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Homance Chronicles. I'm Sarah. And I'm Nicole. That was a struggle, 2022. <laughs> I know. I was just like sitting here waiting. I'm like, is she going to say her name? Or... <laughs> no. <laughs> new year, new me. Obviously not. No, so. <laughs> not at all. We've just actually probably regressed even further. <laughs> I know there's been so many memes about people who have New Year's resolutions and then it's like, well, I guess I could just wait till Monday, you know, because (laughs) New Year's Day was a Saturday. Oh, my God. And all the memes that are like, we all know I'm just not doing it. Yeah. Right. (laughs) That's me. I think I quit doing resolutions a year ago or so. Yeah. I don't remember you ever really having a resolution. Because I'm not good at committing to shit. So that's, I know myself well enough to know. But I used to be like, I would try to make one positive life goal for the year. And then, you know, I'd forget it by that next Monday because it me. <laughs> I've never really been one <laughs> on New Year's specifically to like sit down and like write out my list of things I want to accomplish or my goals or like set a particular resolution which no but, shade that's surprising right no you. I you didn't let me finish okay I don't necessarily do it on new year's but I do it like throughout the year that's fair though that's like so that's I don't not... I'm not like dedicating like oh it's a new year it means new blah 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 like I do plenty of check-ins and self-help and all that kind of stuff at different points throughout the year. So for me, it's like a continuous thing. So New Year resolutions to me don't don't make a lot of sense because <laughs> for my lifestyle, not not for other people, but they for don't me, make sense for me because I've got my collective shit together all year round. Thank you. I tend to do like a quarterly check-in of sorts, <laughs> right? Like I am always checking in. on it. So. Cause you're the most organized human being on the planet. <laughs> Not everybody functions like that. I think it's a goodwill gesture for everybody to be like, I'm going to better myself, you know, like sure. our Atta girls at the end of every episode. I feel yeah. like that's a society's version of like Atta girl. No, because they don't. You're not getting an ad girl until you actually complete your resolution. <laughs> True. You're not like the resolution is technically intended to set you up with a new mindset and saying like this is a new slate. You can just kind of clear out the old slate. It's a new slate. For me, I'm like just because it's January one of a new year, like. <laughs> The old shit doesn't go away, but I have been working on something since October. So I'm not going to stop what I'm doing <laughs> just because it's New Year's. No. Right? Like, it no. just it's just different. And so for some people, it really works for them. They they want that, like... Structure? Uh, line Formal? in the sand. Formal structure? Yeah. They want the line in the sand to say, you know what? 2021 was garbage. Never mind on that. <laughs> 
<laughs> We're starting over. So I'm looking up where in the fuck did resolutions actually come from? Oh. Babylonians. Babylonians. That neither of those were the right word. Those the same word. <laughs> I just had to repeat it because it was asinine the way it came out of my face. <laughs> Babylonians. Okay. Um it was about four thousand years ago. And it was like a twelve day ceremony. Oh. Uh, let's see. Reminds me of like a Mayan calendar situation. I think that's kind of where it came in. Um, but their new year, then I'm getting this off of uh, history.com, FYI. So y'all can go look it up after I butcher it and see how <laughs> accurate I'm being <laughs> on the fly. <laughs> um, but I guess it was like a 12 day religious festival and they would crown a new king or reaffirm loyalty to the reigning king. And then they made promises to gods to pay their debts and return any objects they had borrowed. These promises considered the forerunners of our New Year's resolutions. Hmm. Yeah. So. I can see how it's evolved. Yeah. Me too, for sure. However, how it originally started is such a departure from where we're currently at. Certainly. Well, see, if the Babylonians kept their word, their pagan gods would bestow favor on them for the coming year. If not, they would fall out of the gods' favor, mm. a place no one wanted to be. So it was a way to, you know, control people. <laughs> Fear-based control. <laughs> Good old religion. Society. Well, I don't know. Pagan means it was more like uh, witchcraft, right? You know, sense, yeah. I think so. I mean, I part. shouldn't be talking, but... No. They're I'm... saying pagan gods, so they're not saying, like... In the traditional sense of, of a god, I don't think. Um, no, pagan gods are like deities. They're like right. the, not mythical, but the Roman, not the Roman, what are the Greek gods? Same mm-hmm. concept. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one should listen to us for facts on no. anything. <laughs> 100% no. That's why I gave you guys all history.com. Do your own facting. But that is interesting. It's stuck. It's continued on because. I, it's haunting it, it us. Is, it's fucking haunting us. Think about it for a second. Well, it's it's more ritualistic. It's haunting society. Everybody starts their year going, yeah, I'm going to do this. And then halfway through the year, like, I'm not going to do this. I'm a failure. It's bad yeah. for us. Hashtag not blessed. No. As soon as you, <laughs> as soon as you bail. There's only one God, and he doesn't care about you anyway, apparently. Right. So. <laughs> You hit February 1st, you hit Super Bowl, you're already out of the game. Game over. Right. Uh, your your gods are not going to be thrilled with you. <laughs> At all. But see, but that's why I don't, um, I don't know, I don't like to put that kind of pressure on myself. Right. Um, that's what I mean. And I don't like to do things if I'm not into it or if I'm not feeling it just because it's New Year's because then I'm not going to be committed. Well, there's no passion. There's no drive. There's no willingness. You just feel forced. And then there's this like strange situation hovering over you. They're like, oh, I got to do this thing. I just got to do this thing. And then you never do the fucking thing. And then your whole year is a wash because you didn't do that one thing that you started off saying you were do. I don't like New Year's resolutions. I've decided that. Uh, You just went real negative. I did. And... (laughs) I could see. You saw it. I could see it happening. 
I mean, it's similar to like dry January and stuff. Set right? yourself up to fail. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think dry January is attainable. Um, but I don't like everybody has their own purpose for doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can't. But then I people. feel like if I did a dry January. I'd go into February trying to make up for lost time. A hundred P. I'd be <laughs> like. Instead of moderation. I'm right. very much all about moderation. As am I, mostly. <laughs> for like 98% of my things in my life. Oh my God. But I'm 100% with you. Like I, I'm that person that like I can do moderation. I don't need to cut myself off because I'm getting too deep with it at this point. I, I often think of it. Just like dieting, where once you're told you can't have something, then that's all that you want. And then as soon as you're done dieting, unless you've really made lifestyle changes, you go full bore on like a whole tub of ice cream or something. You know, they say, there are studies out there, and I don't need a source, you can Google this one, that when you phys- when you tell yourself you can't do something, your body physically reacts to the inability that like of not being able to do something and that's all you can focus on so like it's more harmful mentally for you to like stop yourself from things like that than it is for you to wean yourself off or do whatever you need to do to like actively quit doing something Mm. there's studies that show that prove that that kind of behavior is like not great (laughs) yeah i can see how it could make you obsessive yeah yeah think about that for a minute (laughs) yeah i know I mean, as somebody who Lent, has, <laughs> see, I don't, I don't participate in Lent. Well, we, no, but, we don't actually participate in anything on the church calendar that we don't have to. Um, I've never been part of a church calendar, so I, <laughs> I don't even know that. Like, people will be like, "Oh, I gave up chocolate for Lent," and I'm like, "Oh, it's Lent." Like, I don't. <laughs> the only reason I know is because of my family. Otherwise, I too wouldn't be. I would not be aware of what was going on at all period it just wouldn't happen yeah and i think that there is a again like a sacrificial deeper meaning there where you're giving something up to again a whole god concept and to show your commitment and all of these things i think it's actually very similar to this (laughs) original definition of a new year's resolution to be honest um which i totally respect i am my own god if you are really dedicated to the faith and you live by that kind of world. But if you don't and you're just kind of doing Lent because you're, you think it's a good time to, uh, you know, also die. Make yourself better. Or whatever. Like you should always try to make yourself better. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It just, it all seems very, uh, like, What's the opposite of moderation? It's it all seems very like singular point in time ungratifying. Mm-hmm. It's like a thousand little cuts situation. It's just like this little thing here, this little thing here, this little thing here. Next thing you know, I want to flip out. <laughs> no chocolate. <laughs> none of my good music. <laughs> or whatever the case may be, like you're just setting yourself up to fail. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I. Uh, didn't make any new year's resolutions me either. in case we could Didn't come to that there. conclusion on our own <laughs> guess there, i thought guess i you... should say it very <laughs> very abruptly in case anybody um, out there listening doesn't do things by deductive reasoning <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but 
I I did get on the bandwagon of finishing things that I had started. Ooh, like what? That's fun. I don't know this bandwagon situation yet. <clears throat> um, well, I showed you right before recording that I had finished up this section of my basement that needed to be painted that was, you know, being put off because it was a pain in the ass. Like, I was going to have to consistently be ducking and she contortioned into different positions underneath my stairs. And then... (laughs) You are... Okay, so this woman paints... Like, she's talking about painting her basement. You guys don't don't understand. She's using a brush with her hand, and she's just painting all of this stuff by hand. Yeah. So she painted her entire ceiling and all the pipes and all the things under Yeah. by hand with black paint. She's right. She's a mad lady. Yeah. I don't know, Again, insane. do not recommend. I don't know. But you know what was nice about, I guess, that activity is that similarly to like maybe mowing the lawn maybe some people more people can relate to this but it's not something where you really have to think much and so it's almost like meditative in a way it can be it, cathartic. Can, it can be a little bit like therapeutic like i'd put on podcasts and just kind of be in my zone and mindlessly paint things and mindlessly for hours paint for hours um. but yeah no i mean if you're looking to actually feel gratified and uh have your basement be put back together relatively quickly i would highly suggest spraying it (laughs) (laughs) yes but i had all these odd built-ins and extra things and who knows i mean the previous owner like tried to make a section of the basement a bedroom so this is that what's going on down there that the section that i finished over the last couple of days was actually a closet hmm. which will now just i mean it's just storage area for me um but yeah i put some panels on the wall as well some decorative panels that i glued on there and mm-hmm. stuff and so um i just i did get in this mode of i don't want this lingering into this year i like that a lot more that was and like there was a book that I half read that I finished. Okay. Was it worth it? It was okay. Um, but I, I, even if the books aren't good, or I'm really not that into them. I try to at least get some sort of takeaway. And so there were quite, there were a handful of takeaways. The book wasn't all that great, but, um, I finished it. You know, and that's to me like I like being able to check that off. Yeah, you. I'm a list checker. Man, you guys, her validation goes that far. <laughs> if I if I don't like a book, I'm not going to keep reading it. I do feel like it's unfinished, and I feel like it's something I need to finish. But I don't. I also look at it as like, do I want to spend the energy on something that I don't care to do? Well, I was just. <laughs> um, Using it as a tool to fall asleep. Ah, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. So I would just read it at night in bed, and sometimes I'd fall asleep after a couple pages or whatever. Yeah. And um, it was, you know, it was um, not a fictional story with a bunch of characters or anything that I needed to keep track of. So that's fair too. It was more informational. Um, How did you sleep after reading, like, that kind of stuff? Fine. 
I feel like my brain would be in business mode after that, and I wouldn't be able to unbusiness mode, and I would just go to sleep and go to work. Mm-mm. Lucky. Mm-mm. No. Like, my boyfriend and I are playing video games heavily right now because we just bought a bunch of games, and I went to sleep over the break, and I woke up in the morning. I was like, I just had Forza dreams all night long. And you had he, what dreams? Forza. Horizon 5. It's a, a race car game. Oh. And it's really fun. <laughs> Straight the fuck up. And I love playing it. And we played it for a couple of hours the night before we went to bed. And so I woke up and I was like, I just drove in Forza all night. And he was making fun of me. He was like, no more Forza before bed. And I'm like, okay. All right, Mr. Show Off. A couple of days later, he woke up. He was like, I just had dreams about Forza. And I was like, I guess guess we shouldn't be playing before bed then, huh? <laughs> Mr. Forza. <laughs> Um, thankfully, things that I watch, read, etc. don't really find their way into my dreams. But if I am in business mode or I am thinking about stuff that I need to do, I just set reminders and give myself notes in my phone. And so then I just give myself a little note, like, or a reminder, do such and such 3 p.m. tomorrow, put my phone away, I'm good. No. Nope. As long as I have something, like, as long as it's written down or it's somewhere that I that it'll remind me, I can go to bed. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jealous. <laughs> like, right. I'll, anything, I think, I don't know if anybody actually, I'm sure other people experience this, but, like, I'll go to bed, I'll go to sleep, and then whatever I experience before I go to sleep, if it's a reading situation, I translate that into my dreams. It'll more than likely, more often than not, I'll dream about whatever the fuck it is I read right before bed. Oh, interesting. It's strange. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, instead of New Year's resolutions, I've been on this yeah. finish this shit that's half done kick. So uh, you read a book and you painted. Yeah. In the last week end ish. Oh, you procrastinated those boys to the very no, end. No, <laughs> it was just an idea that I... I know. I mean, there was no deadline on them, so there was no procrastination. It was just kind of like, I'll do this instead. That's cool. I could dig it. You know? Because yeah. I was home. I wasn't really doing anything. I got my COVID booster, and so I didn't make any plans because I didn't know if I was going to be like on my ass or not. Mm -hmm. But then it turns out I was okay. I've just been having headaches. Yeah, and a massive blob on your arm. Yeah, Hive. I mean, the bump, Hive? the hivey bump is uh, not really bothering me, though. I wasn't even really sore, to be honest. That's good. Well, I'm glad that you made it through the booster. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I, um... How many more boosters do you have to go? What do you mean? What? Are... I got the first two. This is my third shot, which is the third one's the booster. Is there four boosters? I thought I there were four. I don't think so. Oh, I thought they came out with another one. I'm not keeping track of shit. I I don't think so. Um, yeah, no, I uh, I wouldn't get one for even if there was a fourth booster. I mean, it would be like at least six months till I did another one. I don't know how it works. This I will so. First one. I get that. Then second one, unless you do the Johnson & Johnson. The second one is like six weeks later. And then the booster is six months later. I waited. I I don't know. I was like eight or nine months, I think. 
before I did my booster. Oh. Because I got vaccinated in April, and then I just got my booster at the end of December. Your third one. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. In case you didn't realize, um, COVID's wild in Michigan right now. (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah. It's it's quite the interesting situation over the last couple of weeks with the holidays and whatnot of how many people I've heard say that they got COVID like in December or right before like family gatherings. So like this year holidays still were not the same No, because people are just out there getting it. Living their lives. Right. Um, I mean, I like, I'm boosted and I still wear a mask out in mm-hmm. public and stuff. I mean, I, I think the most, maybe if you can even call it irresponsible thing I do is go to spin class. <laughs> yeah, so irresponsible considering the CDC just told everybody, hey, go ahead and just eat better and do some exercising and you won't be susceptible to COVID. <laughs> well, thankfully, I haven't had COVID this entire time. I had it. A year, like in October, the very beginning, a year ago. So I have not had it, but I also don't get out much. (laughs) Well, that's that's fair. My family's been pretty strict. Um, We definitely haven't had normal family Mm -hmm. get-togethers. But there was a situation with my brother's wedding where the bride-to-be... My brother's wife, her mom got COVID and couldn't come to the wedding. So, like, that is just, I mean. It's awful. Yeah. That's one of the saddest things that you could ever hear, right? It is Um, truly awful, considering all the precautions that everybody was taking, too. Right. There was an outbreak at um, the granddaughter's school. Her mom had been watching the granddaughter, had no symptoms, was already vaccinated, got tested as a precaution because the family, so my sister-in-law's stepbrother had recently had COVID plus the his daughter with the outbreak and whatever. So, yeah, I mean, she has pretty small family and a good, and four of them couldn't come. And, I mean, that's just heartbreaking. Um, During the ceremony and the reception, her family was on Zoom the entire time. (laughs) People at the reception, like, walked up to the computer to talk to them. I mean, as shitty as it is, I'm thankful there was technology there that has been so advanced at this point that we can allow for that kind of stuff to happen. Because Lord knows Grandma and Grandpa couldn't figure out Zoom a year ago, let alone you know calling to a wedding but it's just still shitty that that's had, that had to happen like that right and then um now with the holidays we're i was gonna go over to my sister-in-law's family's house on christmas eve i've gone over there twice in the past i don't think i didn't go last year because of covid mm-hmm. um and so i was gonna go this year and then one of the cousins had covid tested positive so my brother and sister-in-law ended up just kind of like hosting a little tiny mini 
dinner at their house, threw it together, like literally went shopping, grocery shopping that on Christmas Eve (gasps) to get stuff. I didn't know. Um, Good for them, but damn, that's sad. Yeah. And so, I mean, it was just me, my brother, sister-in-law, and her mom and stepdad. And so... um, Man, that's a bummer. Right. And so, and thankfully, the people who have had covid and have not been able to attend these functions or things have uh, plans have changed because of them or whatever are fine like Mm -hmm. thankfully it didn't go worse Mm -hmm. but there's been a lot of people a lot of situations this (laughs) holiday season it's like every other person i know was like oh no they had covid i didn't see them oh Mm -hmm. no they had covid plans changed i was like Good God. I'm so thankful this year my family's plans didn't implode, but my sister and my cousin didn't come from their places where they're at. So it was very small. It wasn't the same. But my boss, so my boss's family has had COVID several times. They've been blessed. Several times? He joked today that he said, and I quote, I think I've had every variant of COVID out there. Oh my God. (laughs) How awful. His wife is, um, I believe she's immunosuppressed, and so they've been extra careful, but it just continues to happen, and they've all been sick. Well, they were very excited because everybody was healthy, ready to go for Christmas, and the I guess the brother-in-law shows up, and the brother-in-law has COVID from like Virginia or some Carolina or something, so... The day the brother-in-law gets to the house, he gets everybody sick. <laughs> the whole... He didn't. He wasn't experiencing symptoms nope. or anything. Mm-mm. Nope. Oh God. Nope. He was not experiencing any symptoms. Ended up. I don't know why he. I. I didn't hear the whole full story, you know. But ended up getting everybody in the house sick. See, in this whole time, I've been like, I just don't want to be that person. Right. I don't want to be the person who brings it to everybody. I thought I did when I had COVID, remember? I was visiting my family, and that Saturday and that Sunday, I had gotten the positive results back. And I thought for sure that I, like, murdered a couple family friends because they're not doing well. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God, I'm going away. I'm just never going to be okay with myself ever again. Like, it was the worst feeling ever yeah i can imagine thinking that you were going to be responsible for somebody else's demise on on like not even trying you know like yeah didn't have an option for a vaccine at that point you know testing was available but i had just gotten tested it was bad it was a scary thought so yeah i you don't want to be in that position nobody wants to be in that position no i had another friend who um her sister-in-law, sister-in-law and brother-in-law, yeah, her husband's sibling, um, they were trying to figure out how they could kind of, like, make Thanksgiving work. And they were suggesting, like, coming by the house but standing outside and, like, saying hi and stuff. And because they were, they had tested, they were positive for COVID. And so, but they were still trying to figure out how to like hang, hang. <laughs> this Christmas was warm. She's like, <laughs> she's like, 
I have toddlers. Like, they don't, they're not going to just be, like, hanging back. They're going to be like, why can't we go hug aunt so-and-so? Mm-hmm. Like, no. Get the fuck off my lawn. What are you thinking? Yes. Like... It was hilarious. All the all the various scenarios that they were proposing <laughs> about how to still like be one during the holidays, and she was like, "No, nah, we're not gonna do that." <laughs> no. <laughs> like, if you, I've seen you've seen, I'm sure the TikToks online of like all these people that have just like been spending the one day, you know, like they're the one person, so they're like outside eating dinner while everybody's eating dinner inside, and they're waving through the window. I have not seen these. Oh yeah, it's hilarious, hilarious. Like this one guy, you know, tested positive for COVID, but he looks, he feels fine. He just tested sure. positive, so all of his family's inside eating dinner at the table, and then behind one of the, you know, what they made a little space at the table so they could see him through the window <laughs> and he was no. eating dinner with them through the window no i would just re- i'd rather be at home hilarious <laughs> or like how about uh the, the family got stuck in uh, turks and caicos is that how you say it mm-hmm. because one of them tested positive so mm-hmm. they had to be there for another 14 all of them had to be there Ooh, damn it <laughs> well so a coworker of mine her husband's boss had went to the Bahamas with his family prior to Christmas, because I heard this before the break. Okay. And the boss, so a.k.a. husband slash dad, tested positive. So he had to quarantine for 14 days in his hotel room. He could not leave his hotel room, because oh. you would think, like, oh, it's the Bahamas, no big deal. No, can you imagine being in that tiny space? Like, at least if you're home, you can go from the kitchen to your bedroom or whatever. But in a hotel room. Oh, yeah, no, that would be awful. But his family tested negative, so they all left. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, get us the fuck out of here because... I mean, what are they going to do? It's more expensive for them to stay if they're not testing. Well, that and... It was like they were coming back like right before Christmas Eve. Oh my God! Can you imagine? Could you imagine? So he like, was ba- I don't know if his wife stayed or not. We gotta leave Dad, kids. Let's go. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if his wife stayed, but his kids are like grown, like in their early twenties or something. Oh, okay, so that's like good. Grown. I was gonna yeah. say, like, are they like? Uh, do they think Santa? No, no, and yeah. So that's what I, I was like. I'm like, his family? I'm like, how old are his kids? Do they think Santa's coming to the Bahamas? Like, what's going on? And she's like, no, they're, they're, I don't know, out of high school, I think. So <laughs> Santa's coming to the Bahamas. He's vaccinated. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but this is what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I don't even really hang out with people or even talk to that many people. And out of every person I've talked to, there's some story. I honestly, the it's so far. I guess I didn't really speak to very many people aside from you, because <laughs> nobody I know had COVID except for that one case. That's it. Oh, there's been like a million memes about dodging everybody COVID during <laughs> December, being the one person who's, who's and I'm out here like at me because I'm fine. <laughs> I was met with a COVID incident and I'm fine. Seth is fine. Everybody's fine. <laughs> yeah. Knock on wood. Well, you know. Um, Just willing it to be at this point. I have to be. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I did have the big two-week corporate break. 
one week. It was one week corporate break, right? Yeah. It wasn't enough. Mm. A full week off. I didn't even have that. I know. I don't understand. Like, I'm getting to that. Like, I had a full week off and all the bullshit that we've gone through. Like, and then there are people like you who didn't have that opportunity. Are you okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was not fucking ready to come back to reality and, like, deal. I wasn't either, to be honest. I mean, well, I, I don't think anyone is on the first Monday um, after the holidays, whether you had time off or not. Um, between Christmas Eve and today, I had the two weekends and then I had three weekdays that were, that were off. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, it's not like there was a lot of activity happening It's and I'm in a new job too. So like, there's plenty for me to do. It's just also like, I can kind of get away with not... Like, I, I don't have anything that's, like, knocking on my door. Yeah, like, nothing is pressing. Have... Right. Yeah, I But now, uh, coming back into today, I was like, ooh. Yeah. Now things are going to be pressing. Yeah. <laughs> um, But, no, I think that I will end up taking some time off in February. Good. Um, Since I didn't get time off in December around the holidays or whatever. Um. As a, a for real mental break, um, because yeah, looking back on just what we've been through as humans, right? Collectively, it's heavy. It's heavy, and I, on my days that I did have off, I was almost having this conversation in my head with myself about like. Why don't I feel more motivated? Why aren't I being more productive? Like, am I really going to, you know, DoorDash today? Like, there's no reason. I have food. Like, yeah. And it, it truly was just this, like, I've reached a limit. Yeah. We have all maxed out. I have yeah. maxed the fuck out. I've maxed yeah. out. And, like, the one week... In between where I didn't have any responsibilities for work, I was still thinking about all the other life responsibilities I've neglected or had to put on hold because of the last two years and the events that have occurred. And just like, you know, still financially recovering from everything and and still thinking about like, I would love to have been able to do this or go here or see these people. And it's just so taxing on you still. Like Mm -hmm. that one week just wasn't fucking enough. Yeah. And I don't know, like... I feel bad for people like you and other people who felt or couldn't or whatever the case was, like, had to work. And even if it was a light week for you, it was still looming that you were having to True. do and work and not – you didn't just get to check out, not right. think for a minute. Right. And when you did have the two days to check out and not think, you were like, well, I'm going to get back to work anyway, so I better not check out completely. I – well, I was having more of a hard time with – I feel like this is a light week and I feel like I have time to go to do stuff, but why don't I want to do anything? Because you're depressed. (laughs) (laughs) It's called stressy and depressy. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Panny. You're a great bitch. Uh, 
man. Big great bitch. <laughs> um, but it's just like you're you're you need a re- like we need a reset. We need to appreciate that we have the opportunity to do these things for ourselves because right now it just feels like a task. It's just a chore. It's not an opportunity to feed myself, to cook dinner. You know what I mean? Like right. I don't want to do any of that. Right. <laughs> Still. Well, and I feel like I should be feeling grateful. That's what I mean. Like these I are should op- be feeling grateful. We're healthy. We have opportunities to feed ourselves. We don't have to rely or depend on anybody else to do the things that we need to do. Yet I don't want to do any of the fucking things I need to do. Right. (laughs) Fuck you, COVID. Right. (laughs) And I think that's where my thought process spurred from. (coughs) Let me finish some things. Oh, full circle. I can dig that. Yes. I can fully dig that. Yeah. Like instead of instead of extra shit looming. Right. It was like these things were looming. The looming. And I, yes. And I was like, let's just, just you know, wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Wrap it up. Let's just wrap, wrap up. this up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's so good. Because I get it. And I wish that we had more time at the end of the year to do shit like that. Like, I almost feel as though we should push it to January. End of the year is January. <laughs> you have the whole month of January to get your life sorted before you start your new year. <laughs> well, I mean, that's your taxes aren't actually, uh, or your W 2s and stuff aren't due to you till the end of January. So maybe you can apply it to mm, I can dig that. other things in your life as well. The business, end of the business year. Right. I like to it's operate. Your yeah, I like to operate. My life. I like to. According, according to the fiscal year calendars yes. that uh, mm-hmm. the big corporations use. So mm-hmm. third quarter, I should actively start to get my shit together. Yeah, I do the whole <laughs> February through November, not January through December. Yeah, it's cool. um, great. Yeah, I mean, so much so, like to the point that, like, I can't handle being on any dating sites. I can't handle meeting new people. I like. I can't. I feel like I tried so hard and it was so much harder to meet people and make connections and all that like the pandemic and single people man (laughs) it was a a different type of struggle taxing yes and I I just was like I I feel as the dating apps were making me depressy and stressy ah yeah those are real stressy and depressy Those really do a number on you, too. Those things. Because it's like we've, you know, we've talked about it so many times, but like the the demasculization of man, men in society and like the masculization of females in society and how all of these men are just looking for a mom. And it sucks because nobody wants to be a mom to their partner. Well, that's one piece of it. Yeah. Well, and then but then like the pandemic on top of it and everything right. else, I feel like. If I were to be in the situation where I'm like, I might want to entertain a new human in my life for a moment, like my attitude's clearly not there right now, but I feel like they would get that most authentic me if that were the case, because I would be very brash and honest about the feels <laughs> that yeah. are coming up. I don't want to hang out with you anymore. I don't like you. Bye. <laughs> like, that's pretty much where I'm at. I feel like I would be like that. Um, I... I I'm kind of like that, but I've really worked on a softer delivery. You needed to. Not gonna lie, um, <laughs> we know this. <laughs> so I would not say 
that uh, I've been I've I've been harsh in any fashion whatsoever, to be honest. But like, why? I never mind. I know why you're softening yourself up. I can understand it can be brash, but at the same time, like that's who you are. Sure. And so I don't want you to change yourself. <laughs> sure. <laughs> to give the illusion that you're softer when you're not. But it doesn't, I mean, if I'm ending things or if I'm not into somebody, there's no reason why I need to uh, be harsh with I them. see where you're going with that. Uh, That's fair. The intention is to stop talking, not continue talking. Mm. <laughs> And to do it in a gentle manner doesn't hurt anybody then. This like I don't true. I'm not trying to hurt people. I didn't realize you were talking explicitly about the letting them off the hook. Well, that's what you were talking about. <laughs> no, no. That was just like my generic I would be You'd be like, not I'm not kind. into you. I don't want to talk to you. That would be one version. The other person would be like, you know, do you want to go get this kind of food? No, are you dumb? I'm gluten free, remember? Like I would be that person. <laughs> oh. No patience. Just no patience and very yeah. short. <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of patience. Yes, you do. Um, yes, you do. I don't really get short or like uh, brash, I guess, if until you've pushed my patience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you've extended the amount of patience that I have and then I can no longer. <laughs> yeah, you're good at that. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't. Again, I don't know. It's been like, it'll be two years-ish since I've been out of the dating game and fucking terrifies me thinking about it still. Still. It's not terrifying. Mm-mm. It's not. Me personally, I'd be terrified. I wouldn't be able to do it because of how I would react. I'm so much like... I've been taken out of the socialization skills. Like, my skills are very limited at this point in time because of the interactions I have with humans are limited. Sure. Like, I have but a boyfriend. But it's just a muscle that you kind of work. I mean. I haven't been very friendly at the grocery store, so I feel like that's really my time to shine. Usually I'm nice to everybody there, and I'm not kind at the moment. So I just. Okay. That's <laughs> my gauge. Wow. I just don't, I, like, introduce, like, to entertain a new human into my life, Mm -hmm. it would take a lot of energy for me to, like, tone it down Mm. and be like, things are okay. Mm. Yeah, I guess I'm not really toning anything down. I'm just, like, trying to come from more of a place of compassion. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But not lose myself in the process. Or not lose who I am. But um, I tend to try to lead with kindness. No. Yes. But I, again, <laughs> I didn't realize you were talking explicitly about your letting people go measures. I was right being more generic. So I can appreciate the softening of the blow. Right. Um, there was a guy recently who, like, well, recently means a couple of months ago because I'm not currently on any of the apps right (laughs) but um i met like let me rephrase we matched we texted a little bit it didn't go on for a long time before we met up we met in person and 
as soon as I walked in, I was like, oh. Like, I didn't think I was attracted to him. Not that he was an unattractive guy. Yeah. But I was just like, oh, I don't think I'm attracted to him. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. And then we ended up having a really fun time. Did he become attracted to you again after that? Um, a little bit. Okay. Like, as the night went on, he had a little bit more, like, swag. Right? Like, my first initial, like, looking at him, I was like, oh, wow, he's really nerdy. Oh. (laughs) Oh, no, he's not going to be bougie enough for this bitch. (laughs) Um, And you were correct. He was not. (laughs) He was not. Um, I mean, he like he tried to have a decent exterior. Like he dressed okay and everything. But yeah, I don't know. I just was not um, feeling it happens he was doing all the right things like, that's the worst part about all of this is that he was doing the follow-up he was pursuing me he was asking me my schedule Aww. like he was doing the right things um except for you know what when it came to the dates i really he was kind of lackadaisical i did get annoyed a couple of times with his lack of decision making mm-hmm. um and or research Firing up the good old Google machine for a hot sec. Real That's quick. That's all it takes. A couple thumb taps and there you go. Boom, info. Right. <laughs> so I hate to label it as research because it's not really. <laughs> yeah, research um, is very formal also. Right? It's right. Just doing the work. So yeah, then we hung out um, again. And like I said, his date planning skills were kind of mediocre, mm-hmm. right? And I don't know. It just wasn't – it just wasn't feeling it, right? And so at the end of the date, he was like, uh, are you not really feeling me? Like, he texted me that. He didn't say it. Like in per- He was just like, he texted me, are you not really feeling me? It's uh, all good if you're not. In person? No, he texted me After that. the date? Yeah. Okay. I thought you were like – okay. And – my response was, you're a great guy, so I wanted to keep trying to see if I'd feel something more. Unfortunately, I'm not getting a romantic connection. That's fair. That's and just then he just honest. gave me a thumbs up emoji, which mm. I feel like is fine. Like, I feel like that's a very courteous, easy transition out. He was hurt. <laughs> he gave you a thumbs up. That's it. He was hurt. How that's, are you not going to be hurt? You're well, rejected. I'm not saying that's your fault. No, I'm saying know, like you I'm did a great job, like, but yeah, he was hurt. No matter what, you're you're feeling yeah. rejected. But I think that you did a good job, but he was hurt. <laughs> he liked you. They all do. Vulnerable. Unless they don't um, make it to the date. <laughs> <laughs> our, in our, one of our previous episodes was the last, no, two episodes ago or whatever. I was talking about the ones where didn't even get to a date. Yeah. Didn't even happen. Yeah, I have a bunch of those types of stories. Still, more of them. But anyway, I think the worst part about trying to date right now and with the COVID cases soaring and it being seasonal depression in addition to regular (laughs) depression is that you're like, okay, I'm I'm giving this person a chance. And there's all this other looming. Mm-hmm. Right? So much. And then you want it to work. And so, you know, I gave this guy a couple chances, even though initially right upon seeing him, I was like, me. Who said it? 
if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no? Uh, Anwar White. One of our guests. Yeah. I know. I know. But, like, you're in this position with all these other environmental factors. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. You're not doing the you're not like out there dating. I'm not going to be hitting up guys and going on different dates like every other day or whatever when it's COVID-y. A little COVID-y out there. We're going to keep it inside. (laughs) Or what's another um, uh, Omicron? How do you say it? Omicron. Yeah. I keep seeing. There's no N in the Omni. It's just Omni. Yeah. See, I keep fucking it up bad, but I keep seeing Omarion. Oh. Did you see that meme of, like, how people, different people say the new variant? Uh-uh. When it's, like, I can't remember, like, white people say it this way, Latin people say it this way, black people say it this way, and it's... Oh, Marion. <laughs> yeah. And, it just, and it's what I go it to. It dances its way off just, the stage. Yep, it's just what I go to every time, like, oh, Marion. <laughs> like, I did that before I saw the meme, so I was like, oh, that's funny. I'm not alone. That's good stuff. <laughs> he was recently on The Masked Singer. Was he really? Yeah. Did he do good? Yeah. I mean, he made it to, like, I don't know, finals or something, I think. God, I didn't. But, um, you know, he was doing his whole dance move. Of course they, you know. They were calling him Usher. Of course you know about him. The most obscure <laughs> fucking R&B artist. <laughs> and Nicole's like, I got the beat. He's been on shit lately. <laughs> Off the rip, also. Just right. <laughs> knows. Right. Why? Because it's real covid out there. <laughs> I gotta keep my time due up with something. I just have to re-up on all of Let my... Let me be entertained. <laughs> Speaking of entertained. Yes. 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days have come back I just can't believe how many branches off of this show. Like The amount of spinoffs for 90 Day is insane. You're telling me. And as a you know an obsessed fan, that would be me, I can't get over the fact that like I still don't even know about all the fucking spinoffs and I can't watch them all. But like we have a return of repeat offender. I'm just, it's crazy. So it's just, What do you mean? It was somebody who, like, dated somebody from 90 Day Before? And yeah. And back and dating a new person? Yeah. But this, he's from Nigeria. So he's a Nigerian rap artist, um, and his name is Usman, and he hooks these old white ladies. And his first old white lady was baby girl Lisa, and she was, if you know, probably in her late 50s. Smoke cigarettes. Really, just a peach. She's a dream. She's a gem. Baby girl Lisa. Like that. That was baby girl Lisa. Ew. And they had gotten married. Yeah. yeah. And they had gotten <laughs> married and they had done the whole thing and he couldn't come to the States or whatever the case was. And so they got, they parted ways. So now he's found this new white lady to Mac on. And at this point, she reached out to him. She said that she, like, she continued to, like, want to talk to him, whatever the case is. And he's just allowing this female to do whatever, talk to him, whatever. And so, finally, he invites her out to watch his new music video get filmed about some other female that he knows. And they fly to, like, Turkey or something so they can meet together and whatever the case is. And so, she started off being a fan and then became, like, as he calls her, a potential for a girlfriend So he flew this, she flew herself out. He just invited her. 
She had to fly herself out. She had to get her own hotel room. <coughs> she thinks that they're in this like relationship. They get to the hotel. All the women on these sh- delusional. Uh- delusional and the amount of money and she's like all these women she doesn't have that money we all know that she doesn't have any savings like i'm not saying that they have it i'm saying they just spend it how how, yeah exactly and they all spend it on these dudes gets crazier i'm watching the the caribbean one yeah paradise or whatever yeah that's a good one and there's a 30 year old woman with a 23 year old guy and so she's like supporting him yeah because he needs a mom and he's in Costa Rica. Because he's he needs a mom. So he's twenty-three. Yeah. She's uh anyway. he, he can't take care of himself. His mom took care of him and then like passed him into society and then he found a woman to suck her teat. Anyway. So she flies herself over to Turkey. She gets herself the most expensive hotel room suite. She gets herself the honeymoon suite. And him and his boys, his entourage, go pick her up. And they're like, oh, hey, super fan. And she's like, don't fucking call me that. I'm not a super fan. And he was like, hey, don't be rude. She's a potential. In front of her. In front of her. She's allowing this. So then they get to the hotel and she's like, well, do you want to, you know, they're getting, they have their own hotel room separate because he wants to take it slow. And I'm using air quotes. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, all right, well, come visit me in my room. And she goes up there to visit her and she gives him a PS5 and a brand new MacBook. What? Yeah. Why did she even travel with this stuff? I mean, besides the why did you buy it for him? Let's just forget about that. The fact that she made it travel with it to Turkey. Right. Terrible, dangerous. Can't believe she made it through the airport with that shit. Right. Incredible. So then. Well, and she had to basically pay another thing of luggage to get all that shit. Consider it. So then she's like, oh, I'm really happy that I was able to do this for you to make you happy. He's literally showing physical affection to this ex, this PS5 or whatever, like more affection to her than she has shown him or he has shown her the entire time. Yeah. He's hugging the PS5 harder than her. Yes. Kissing it. Loving it. Oh, I'm going to sleep with it in the bed tonight. She's like, oh, you're going to sleep with your P- or your your new toy and not me. He was like, yes, tonight I am. <laughs> Wowza. And then she continues to think that he is actually emotionally interested in her. And so I don't know how the rest goes. But, like, he left with the left of the room with all the things. And she was just like, mm, well, I can be persuasive when I need to be. I guess I'll figure it out for next time. And it's like, no, bitch, she just used the fuck out of you. Get a clue. Like, whew. These I mean, he shows. took advantage of her by taking the things, mm-hmm. but it sounds like she bought these on her own accord. Oh, certainly. But he allowed her to do it, knowing right. full well he's not actually interested. Right. And then he's talking to the camera people, and he's like, yeah, yeah, in person, she's way prettier. She's a unique, haggy look about her. Ah, okay. <laughs> I feel like he's lying. Is my point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so it's mm-hmm. just crazy to watch these people just exploiting these people on TV. No, it's normal. It's fine. It's no big deal. Well, this has been going on 
since the night since reality TV came to fruition. I mean, remember a flavor of love for heaven's sake. I mean, so this good. has been going on for but like decades. Consider now that there's social media and the fact that there's that extra layer of nonsense that goes on in the background of all this shit. Like I wouldn't be able to do it. I would not be able to handle all the chatter comments hate whatever like i as much as i am extremely strong-willed and very stable and well established have decent mental health (laughs) there's no way no spiritually also no (laughs) (laughs) there's no way i i have a hard time like I get anxious about people accepting me and bad comments or, you know, mean comments affect me like anybody else. And I would just never be able to put myself out there as an individual, let alone relying on a partner to not make me look like a fucking super idiot. Like, no. Yeah. No. (laughs) I truly feel like if you call me a bimbo or, or, make me look stupid that's way worse than calling me a whore oh yeah <laughs> yeah i'd rather if i I'd get rather. so my the worst thing about me is that i like to fuck Ooh. in comparison to you a dumb bitch like i that's very different in my world yeah i would prefer somebody to call me names than like me being duped by them right like that's my in my opinion that's like yes. my i'm a, the biggest failure in the world Oh, don't let it happen again, y'all. Well, I don't think that it's a failure necessarily, but I wouldn't want to be made to look that way in front of other people. Certainly There's plenty of times when you're duped or you're misunderstood or whatever, right? But it's not broadcast out on television. Yeah, I think that also part of me would be like, if I hear the chatter, would you – because you know people are out there saying, like, oh, why would you do this to these people? And these people are like, don't worry about it. It's my life. I know what I'm doing. And people are like, no, but you don't. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> like, I feel as though there has to be some – like, you have to take some of that into consideration, that chatter in public when something's going down. But, like, some of these people, man, they're just full bore until the wheels fall off and they have to experience it. It doesn't matter if they go through it alone or with people, and it's obvious. <laughs> TLC finds them, man, and they just run it. <laughs> well, they might be in a different position in their lives as well where the money and potential fame sounds more appealing to them whereas me i'm not hard up for cash i'm not hard up for fame man i don't need people to know me like that well yeah i mean that too but i'm just saying typically money is probably going to be the driver they don't get paid very much they really don't really yeah their their salaries i'm air quoting if you will i think they get like fifteen hundred dollars an episode so 15 mm. times 8 is how much? Like, that's not very much. They exploit them and then they y- use their exposure to society or whatever. How many times am I going to say fucking society in this goddamn episode, by the way? But they use their exposure to like get advertisements and stuff like that. So they like are self-made. They don't get paid a lot. Oh. 
It's crazy. And then they just have to become like influencers. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Married at First Sight is the show that I watch that whenever we talk about our reality binges and they don't either like they really those people like really go on there looking for love or something i mean good for them because they get paid like a thousand dollars an episode and i think there's 12 or something i i there's spinoffs of that too like i they just had check-ins idea. and stuff but nicole what happens hear me out what happens if we audition for one of these shows for you not obviously not the ones where you have to do like activities or anything like that or be outside but i feel like this could be a fun new era for you no we just talked about how i don't want anything to do with any of this (laughs) okay i tried and what reality show is there no activities well i meant like the physical ones that it's like painful to watch sometimes <laughs> you mean like competition yeah shows? no i have no desire to be on television i know but you want to find love the last <laughs> season of married at first sight none of the couples stayed together i know it was a joke <laughs> it was a joke Mm-mm. Mm-mm. This is like the joke that I uh, when Nicole first like met a guy and she was like mm, there's some potential there I'd be like mm, you guys are getting married that's like my new version of her getting you're getting married both jokes suck I know for I'm you <laughs> you guys are getting married <laughs> no sure not all right well on that note you got any girls for us my girls I think is what I've already talked about I finished my <laughs> that's basement. not what she said <laughs> right i finished yep dot 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 my basement um and this other book like I, I wrapped some things up i think that you know my basement painting project spanned uh probably like two years so yeah that's a long time because you did start in the beginning of the vid it's been a long time mm-hmm. it is I've had several uh, different things where I've messed up. And then it's, you know, you have to make sure that you're like either covering it up or not caring. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a couple of pivots. Pivot! <laughs> <laughs> but here we are. All done. Well, I'm impressed. Well, I, so I did a um, make your boyfriend a gift this year for Christmas. And uh, I'm really proud of myself because my little art project worked. (laughs) I was able to um, mold, cast, and um, mount like little mushrooms that I made. I'm going to try to show you a picture. You you mentioned that you're dabbling in resin. Yes. And so I actually dabbled and it was successful. I can't really see that from here, and I don't think that it's the right way. It is. Oh. No, it is. You just can't see it. Okay. Well, I'll have to look at it later. My microphone fell. Anyway. Um, A little decorative piece. A little decorative piece, yes, but it's something that is time-consuming, and, you know, I don't give myself a lot of time for myself, but... um, It was something that was kind of, like, cathartic for me to sit down and do, like, an actual real art project. It felt good. 
mm. to sit down start and accomplish and like finish something like you said in like mm-hmm, a couple mm-hmm. of month time span instead of being like I'm gonna do this and then finish it one day so I'm proud of myself I actively started and finished a project in one year <laughs> <laughs> that's a big deal but did you give it to him on time for Christmas nope okay well you know baby steps <laughs> two days after <laughs> okay had to so like we had a little snafu with the the casting like the the materials I didn't have enough and then when I went to get more the store was out too and then the other store was closed because they didn't have enough people. Yeah, see, this is why I said, like, my two-year project yeah. of my basement. It's not like I was working on it right. every weekend. It's no. like I'd work on it, and then some bullshit would happen, and then, yeah. then I'd stop working on it for a month and a half, and right. then do it again, or whatever. Yeah, so it was like, I was impressed, because I didn't, like, I also didn't stress myself out about getting it done. Mm-hmm. I was like, you want to enjoy this project just as much as you want to give it to him. You just don't want to enjoy it. So I like forced myself not to be a perfectionist. I forced myself to just enjoy the time I was spend- spending doing it. And then like, you know, I gave myself ample time to get it done. But because I had to do that, like go around and find the material, I didn't have enough. It actually pushed back the timing on everything because it was like you need it to dry for several 12, 24 hours, whatever the case may be. So it, like pushed my days back but I was proud of myself I had planned it all out I project mastered it all and I figured it all out and I was on time for the most part but then I couldn't get the materials because Amazon doesn't deliver you know like immediately out here and uh the stores were closed because of fucking COVID so (laughs) I tried I mean I think the biggest thing is did he like it yes loved it Okay, then great. Yeah, no, it was totally worth it. He was very happy with it. It was one of his favorite things he's ever received, he said. So, victory is mine. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, if you like what you heard today, please rate, review, subscribe. Contact us um, on Instagram at homance underscore chronicles. You can DM us if you want to be a guest on the show or have a a a story to share. (laughs) Um, You can also join our closed group on facebook called the home man's chronicles the judgment free zone so with that uh happy new year everybody we did it (laughs) we made it even though our our new year conversation was dark not great happy new year